the icons of real estate podcast are you ready to learn the proven money-making secrets from top producing icon agents ready to skyrocket your business this podcast is for you tune in every week and find out how to implement proven strategies to 10 times your business from three million dollars to 30 million dollars in just 12 months brought to you by the masters in real estate marketing ardor seo Welcome to the Icons of Real Estate. I'm Tim Calloway. We have a very special guest for you today from Halifax, Nova Scotia, Richard Payne with EXP. How are you, Richard? I am good, Tim. How are you? I'm fantastic. Happy Friday and all that good stuff. Yeah, so, it's Friday, so it's always good. Yeah, it's always good. And I got to ask you, I can't let you off the hook, so I'll, I'll, I'll ask you the same question I ask everybody and we'll go from there. Were you the, okay. uh, the young man of five, six years old tugging on your parents' pant leg? Asking, hey, I'm be a realtor one day. How do I do that? Or you like the no. rest of it where you, you kind of fell back into it? Yeah. So for me, it's 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 a really different story about real estate because my accent is absolutely not Canadian. Like this is not how Canadians talk. Right. Um, so there's a story there, and that's just about how we were basically living in the UK. Um, we had two kids, and we were like, Do you know what? It's time for a little bit of a change, it's time for an adventure. And we looked at where we could go to and, you know, you're having the conversations with your wife and she's like, ah, it's time to move. And I'm yeah. thinking we're living in Cardiff in South Wales. Maybe we're going to move to Newport or Bridge End or places like this. And she's right. like, yeah, how do you fancy moving to Australia? And I'm like, what? Like, where did this come from? So that just opened up a big debate about, you know, in this world, going back 15, 16 years ago, you can move anywhere. You can yeah. research places on the internet. It's not like 50 years ago where you're like, I don't know where we're going to go. Let's just go and move. So right. we did all research. US was out because it's just like in terms of getting to the US, it was going to be impossible. Um, right. And I've got a couple of uncles that are there. And both of them were like, yeah, like you should actually look somewhere else. Like, you know, maybe go to Canada. Yeah, That's how the call. That's, so that's, that's how it started. So we looked at Canada um, took us about three years to actually get to Canada because it's that difficult to process going back 15 years ago. But once we got here, I was just like, well, just get a job. So I'm a chartered accountant and that's what I did. Got another chartered accountant job and life carried on. Um, hit 40 and I'm like, I'm, I'm not doing it. I've done this for 20 years. I am right. not doing this for another 20 years. Like I am not a typical accountant. Um, same people, same things day in, day out. And I'm like, I need to do something different. And we'd already started looking at income properties in Nova Scotia. So we owned three of them at the time. And I was like, somebody, somebody somewhere, you know, when you meet that person and they're like, you should actually, if you're going into this, you should become yeah. a realtor. Yeah. And I'm like, well, what do they do? How much money do they make? You know, I've got a decent job here earning pretty nice salary. If I'm going to ditch that, what's my opportunity? And they're like, the sky's the limit. And I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> so then <laughs> I met with a few of the realtors, yeah. had that conversation, and they were like, no, you have that right personality. You'll do really well. So I'm like, okay, same thing with moving from the UK to Canada. What's the worst that can happen? It doesn't work after a year, and yeah. I just go back and be a chartered accountant again. There you go. Screw that, it. That, Let's do it. <laughs> yeah, that, that's fantastic. I love that story. 
You yeah, know? it's different. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely different because I think all of us, well, I'm, I'm 52. So, um, I, you know, I've had two of those moments in my life. Like, right. it's just time to go. You know, yeah. I've been here 12 years. My kids are gone or, you know, off to college or whatever it may be. It's just time for you and I to go. And then, you know, happened one other time when they, before the kids went to school and um, it, it worked out both times, yeah. fortunately. Yeah. And it, it is an adventure, right? We need a little Absolutely. adventure in our life, you know? Yeah. Really well, like for me, it was midlife crisis. You know, do you get yeah. the little red sports car or do you change jobs? Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, too. change yeah. jobs. <laughs> I did that too. <laughs> okay. <laughs> lasted, about a, lasted about a year. It was a, a, a BMW convertible, you know? The, the All right. Series, yeah, the, the three series. Yeah, that lasted about a year. And my wife was like, okay, you've had your fun. But yeah, I've been I've been married 32 years, so I didn't I didn't ruin anything. That's the good part. Congratulations. That's impressive. Thank you. That's a great story. I love it. I love it, Richard. Yeah. So let's talk about today. Are you yeah. a solopreneur? Uh, are you on a team? Have you amassed a team? And if so, uh, how do you manage and, and what you know, what does that team look like in the future? Yeah, so I did the typical I can do it all myself for about five years. And, you know, the first year of real estate for me was just a complete disaster and write-off. You know, I'm, I've got no problems in telling everybody I earned 43,000 Canadian gross commission in year one of being a realtor. And that's when I was like, yeah, I can buy some time with my wife about not going back to being an accountant, but, yeah. you know, dollars, dollars need to be made here. So I shifted brokerage like within about four months and then things started to click. So originally I went to Keller Williams um, mm -hmm. and stayed with them, threw myself into the training, attended all of the events and, and really figured out like, oh yeah, this isn't, this isn't just sit back and wait. This is go do yeah. work and, yeah. and you have to do it because if you don't do it, $43,000 gross commission doesn't go far with a family of five. So I, I switched it all. And then within about, about year five, I was like, okay, we're doing well now. Like we're hitting those 200,000 gross commissions pretty steady. I need help. I need assistant. So we got an assistant, hired it all completely wrong, went through in about three years, went through about four assistants until finally found the assistant I've had now for about two years. And everybody says it's like, yeah, you, you were way too quick to hire. And that was your problem. Like you were just like, oh yeah, you'll, you're good. You'll work off you go. So yeah. now how it looks uh, for the last two and a half years is me, my full-time assistant. My wife is also in the marketing aspect. So almost everything you see from a branding point of view, blog posts, um, everything else in terms of ideas, social media, that's all Jane. Um, and she's, everybody who knows me says, yeah, that's your like little secret weapon because she is really good at it. <laughs> Um, it's nice to so, have those in your in your that arrow oh, yeah. in your quiver, right? Yeah, lots, yeah. Well, I meet people out. and they're like, "How can I get a Jane?" And I'm like, "You can't." Okay. Sorry, One she's mine. <laughs> One of a kind. Exactly, and she's yeah. good. So we've got her as well. And then just about six months ago, we took on our first buyer's agent. So now we're starting to really put things on on a real steroid ramp and actually go. Okay, now we'll start building the team. And we'll actually start growing that way. So we've only just, we've been, again, you go through four assistants in less than two years, you figure out you should really take your time in hiring the right people. Um, so that's what we did with Sarah is like, yeah, we, we've got to find the right fit that's going to work for our team. 
because we don't want to have people that just join the team and then within six months to a year, they're like, ah, this is not what I wanted, I'm out. So I'm like, we'll take our time. You know, we don't need to set the world on fire here, but we'll take our time, find the right people, and then we just keep ramping it up. Yeah. How does that vetting work? I mean, do you do you give them disc tests? Do you go, you know, do you have yeah. a slew of things you go through and have yeah. them interview with multiple people? Yeah. Yeah. So Jane's Jane's a good feel. She's a really good good feel for like the right people. Um, so there's always a conversation with Jane. Then we definitely put them through the disc profile. And then at the same time, I work with um, a coach out of Vancouver, a guy called Jason Samard, who is a pure genius at this. Um, and we send everything to him. And then he also does a little bit of creeping on them um, and says whether he thinks they're the right fit for what we're trying to build. Because everything with a coach is like, here's, here's the master plan. And then he's like, great. So this person, you say they're going to fit. Are you reacting to the need that you've got to help? for somebody to help you with this or is this a real person that like you're going to invest time effort and money in and they're going to become part of your key to growth over the next 10 years uh so he's he challenges me daily <laughs> on a lot of the stuff i do uh, which is good because yeah having a wife in the business they can challenge you but sometimes you don't want to listen to your wife <laughs> she'll be right hey but you don't want to listen to that hey richard did i mention that we're recording this and uh and so so uh you said it i didn't yeah we'll <laughs> no, deny you're everything. right i get it i get it so yeah. let's talk about that growth um you mentioned yeah. growth just now yeah. so let's break out the vision board or put on the prognostication hats or crystal yeah. ball whatever whatever yeah. you deem fitting fitting but what is the next one and three and if you're bold enough five years look like for you and your team yeah so the the short one year is basically embed Sarah into all of our systems and really ramp up the marketing. Um, our market is definitely changing in Halifax from the last two years that have been absolutely insane to being yeah. a lot more cautious, shall we say, because of the prices and the interest rates. So what we're finding is a lot of people are scaling back on their marketing because they now aren't making so much money that they, they don't care. So now they do care and they're pulling back. And we're like, great, whilst you all pull back, we'll go forwards. Right. So we want to bring another member onto the team this year. And then, of course, it's like the usual agent attraction into EXP. That's the other big thing. So that's, that's the one-year goal is get another agent and really solidify the business plan, the business systems, so that when other agents join, it's literally a plug and play. Because, right. you know, I, don't, I, I use Emma to do a lot of the training with them. I don't necessarily want to be involved in like, okay, here's how you write an offer. Here's how you use our systems. I'm like, that, right. that's Emma. Uh, so she's going to be heavily involved in all of that type of stuff. So it's get that grounded and also like, you know, really kind of look at the glass ceiling for year one and then say, right, now year three is to get another two more agents into the team, probably another virtual assistant um, who can work with Jane and Emma in terms of video marketing, design graphics, all right. of that kind of stuff. Because we do well with YouTube, but it's all my editing. And I'm like, I can't right. do that anymore. That's ridiculous. Right. And then five year, Five to 10 is the big one of like two more agents. The agents are obviously not just going to be exclusive buyer agents. They're going to be listing agents as well. And it's the slowing down of Richard doing volume. So that's the, that's the like get to 10 years. I'll be 61 then. 
Right. Uh, so I'm only a year behind you. And then it's, then it's Richard not some, Richard doing some of the business, but choosing, you know, like I can get away with just doing one right. deal a year just because right. I want to do that deal. And it's yeah. interesting. But also then getting more into, okay, where are we as a family um, going to actually go? So what are we doing for retirement? You know, because, right. yeah, the, the worst thing with realtors, and we talked about this yesterday at a, a AXP event, was realtors are the worst at actually retiring. Like they don't retire. They either just completely stop or they just fade away. And I'm like, nope, not doing that. I got way right. too much of a business extra head. strategy. Always have an extra strategy. Yeah. Yeah. You have value. You have value. Your team has value. Uh, there should always be an extra strategy, you know, for, for those organizations. So definitely. Exactly. I'd yeah. like to see that you're thinking like that. So let's, let's talk about, you mentioned your area in Halifax. Yeah. Um, let's extol the greatness of Halifax and why people come, you know, come there, why people move there. But more yeah. importantly, Richard, and I always say this is for every city, it sounds negative at first, but why don't people leave? Like, why do people right. stay in Halifax and don't move elsewhere? Um, yeah. The, give me the rundown. So the big thing we've had is the attraction has been from major provinces and cities across Canada. So it's Ontario, it's Alberta, right. it's BC. And to start off with, going back three years ago, it's because we were cheap compared yeah. to their cities. Like we were 380,000 Canadian average price point. Right now, we've gone up to about 525,000. So we've gone up quick in the last two years. But I think it still provides, if you're used to Ontario, BC, Alberta money and value for money, um, we, we still have that value for money. So for instance, you can quite happily spend just over a million dollars and be on a 5,000 square foot home on a lake. Right. Whereas if you're in Ontario, it's the 2,000 square foot, if you're lucky, million dollar. Yeah. And then also $2 million for the cottage up in Muskoka. Right. So a lot of people were going, okay, I have the ability to work anywhere. So why don't we just go to Nova Scotia? Because right. the, the big things in life are cheaper there. And we'll have a better quality of life overall because of that. Now, what keeps people here is, the, is what we call the East Coast lifestyle, which is it's the friendliness. It's the, yes, we work damn hard when we're working, but when we're off, we are 100% off. We are, you know, we're playing, we're enjoying outside, we're enjoying ski hills, we're enjoying lakes, we're enjoying ocean. We're enjoying restaurant scene, which has gone crazy over the last couple of years down here. Right. And, uh, and culturally, we've changed a lot over the last three years. So coming from the UK, our almost we joke our national dish is not the fish and chips anymore. It's curry. It's <laughs> Indian curries. Um, and we've got a lot more Indian restaurants that have cropped yeah. up now. And we've got a lot of Indian grocery stores. You know, we still have the Middle East influence. We still have the Chinese and um, Korean influence here. So we've become very diverse and quite cosmopolitan. Um, and people love living by the ocean. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I do. I'm in West Palm Beach myself. And we're right there by. There you go. I'll tell you, we, my wife and I, we live on the intercoastal. So we're right here on the beach. But tomorrow we're going to the beach. And I'll tell you this. This is a true fact. And you probably have something sim similar there are over, I don't even know there were this many languages. Uh, there were over 80 languages spoken uh, in West Palm Beach. Wow. And, and I'm like, and that probably includes mixed dialect. You know, I mean, yeah. if you take dialects from India where there are different dialects in Spanish and things like that. 
but it blows my mind when I sit down and I'll hear French to my left, Spanish to my right, German behind me. And yeah. I'm like, wow, this is so much better. I, I really enjoy that actually. Yeah. You know, I feel like I'm, I'm learning more about the rest of the world, which I think all of us probably need to do a little bit of, right? Yeah, uh, absolutely. So, yeah, and I'm, I imagine you guys have have the the same thing going on there. You know, just definitely, yeah, different languages everywhere and different folks walking around. And yeah, different... and it's it's a good thing for the diversity of culture because yeah. you start yeah. to appreciate all the other little bits that maybe you living here don't really appreciate. And then you meet somebody that's like, oh, my God, this place is amazing because. And you're like, yeah, actually, it is. Yeah. So, you know, you start to appreciate more where you live. Yeah, fantastic. So, Richard, how would someone get in touch with you, whether they wanted to buy, list, or maybe they wanted to look at joining your team or just moving, yeah. want to know more about your area? Yeah, so we've got all the usual uh, social media, which is at Halifax Homes and Lifestyles. Um, richardpain.ca is the website and again email is fairly easy it's just richard at richardpain.ca and then yeah cell phone number is 902-489-1804 perfect perfect so the last question and it's a doozy yeah so I just you know I always say you're the hit record and I'm the DJ if anybody still knows what records are I don't know yeah but uh <laughs> you know take well, it at our about- age we do we're good yeah for sure uh, take us out the last minute uh, with something, whatever is on your mind, your heart, your soul, you feel like you need to, you know, let our community know um, and, you know, take us out on a positive note. Yeah. The big positive note and and the more, the closer I get to my kind of retirement age, if you want to call it that, is have a plan for that retirement. Like you do not want to be 65 and still trying to sell real estate. Like that's crazy. So it's whatever plan you've got, Make sure you've got it. You know, some people are like, well, it's the team that is the retirement plan. Some people say it's the investment properties that's a retirement plan. Some people have the stock market as that as their investment plan. Me, I'm like, have all of them. Like right. have the team, have the business, have the investment properties, still have your RRSPs, your 401ks and all that. Do it all, but for God's sakes, make sure you do it. Like right. there's nothing worse than watching those realtors and you're still like making an offer with a realtor and you're like, yeah, how old are you? And they're like, oh, I'm 70. I'm like, why am I writing an offer to somebody who's selling a house and they're 70 years old? And that's the realtor. Yeah. I'm like, this is not what I want to be doing in 10, I 11 years time. I definitely feel for them because it's a fast moving game. Yeah. And the older I get, I see where I, I wouldn't want to be doing that at even 65, I don't think, you know. Yeah, just, uh, exactly. As, yeah, you're right, 100%. Good advice. Have a plan. Sure. Yeah, Richard, thank you so much for being on the program today. Uh, EXP Realty, Halifax, Nova Scotia. I look forward to catching up with you over the next three, six, nine months, probably see you in a few See how that plan's going. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, have a great weekend, man. Perfect. You too, Tim. Thanks very much. Bye-bye. See ya. Uh,